The views, comments, and opinions of the following program do not necessarily reflect those of Morris Media Studios, MorrisMediaLive.com, or its affiliates. Listener discretion is advised. I like my green with crystals like folders, picking up momentum, rolling like boulders. They call me ice, but I'm really much colder. My rhymes is heavy like the weight on my shoulders. I'm spitting that red hot smoldering lava. I fight to the end like the Navajo. Crack a bottle though. Make it the goose with cranberry and triple sec. Triple my check. I feel the ripple effect of a fool on the loose. I hit you from every angle. From the twos to right. Street shit like JJ of dynamite. Slide me some dough. I show you an execution in the flesh. And promise not to leave nothing left. If you vomit, I keep stabbing, shooting, damaging, looting Till it ain't no disputing who the greatest is Da-da-da. What's up, Woo. party people? Yeah Y'all hear them fast beats I'm, I'm doing right now? That's a specific reason for that Because I come from an era where the beats was fast, man Fast, furious Bam. And I'm doing that right now because in the house tonight, I got my main man, my long-term homie, Mr. L.A. Kev in the house. The host. What up, bro? What's going on? How you boogie, doing, boogie man? Mike. I'm trying to get you to the boulevard, but you're still going to be a boogie with me. Is that right? Yeah, Mike Hey, boogie. man. Well, no, nah, that's boogie. still my name, but, you know, the show is Mike Robertson Boulevard. Got you. You know what I mean? You didn't hear the story? Look, when I was a kid, you know Robertson Boulevard, right? Yep. I used to think that was our street and shit. Oh, right, so when right, we used right. to pass by, I used to be like, Mommy, that's our street. That's right. That's right. Robertson Boulevard. Yeah, so Respect. I just threw the little Mike Robertson Boulevard on that. Awesome. What's up, y'all? How's everybody doing on this lovely summer night in 2020? Hi, Portis. How you doing? Good? Giving up the thumbs up? Man, it's been a crazy long year, man, but um, I ain't complaining because I'm still here. Amen. What you think about that? Hey, 2020 is not what we expected to be, by far. Not what we expected to be. No, I don't think anybody could expect this one. Dang, man, I did a little rap. I don't know if you heard it, my 19, my 2019 wrap-up, and it talked about how whack 2019 was. Right. And <laughs> 2020 just took it to a whole new level. Yeah, started with Kobe. Started with Kobe, huh? For me, at least. When that was just downhill. <laughs> and then just never continued. Never never stepped back up after that. Oh, man. So um, let's talk about where we met. Do you know where we met? You do well, not remember. Where I remember. In the mic. And where I remember you is at a house party. I was DJing. And some little cat came up. Well, you're little then. So some <laughs> younger cat came up on the side early. I mean, I'm at the party before it really started. And this cat came up with his little, you know, I don't think it was alcohol. It was just probably something to drink. And he was like, hey, man, my name is Mike. I'm going to Morehouse next year. I was like, are you going to Morehouse? Ah, I mean, that's what I remember. I'm really? Like, cool. You stay by, you stay by the turntables for, if the party was five hours, you was there for four. Ah, <laughs> you know I was saying? that kind of guy, man. Hey, you, you, you would, your head was bobbing, so you was, you was in it. I've always been that guy, man, around so the turntables. you tell me what you think. Okay, so now you just took me to a place before what I was going to say. Okay. Because that probably did happen many times, probably. But you dj my party. Me, Chris Brooks, Elaine Bradshaw had a party right yes. before, right after, right in the summertime. Really, like, right now in the summer before right. I went off to school. And you dj Yep. And um, do you remember how much you charged me? I don't think I charged you. I think I charged the group. <laughs> I think it was a group fee. And I'm probably sure it was a, it was a plug. Probably. It was a plug, man. What do you think it was? I couldn't have been no more than uh, the max might have been for what he laying in there too. Probably no more than one twenty five to, to oh, hundred hundred fifty. What a plug that is right there, man. <laughs> what was it? No, dude, it was one hundred dollars. There it is. <laughs> one hundred dollars. And then what was a trip is, I tried to talk you down from that. Right. <laughs> I, I had a homegirl. Okay, so, um, you know, uh, the Gumbies, uh, Tiana. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to her, and I was like, yeah, so Kev going to do the joint for us. You know what I mean? It's going to be 
you know, he's charging me a hundred bucks. And she was like, a hundred right, bucks? Right, because that wasn't the price you were going to put out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I at least did the 150 because I know a lot of people pay more than that Yeah, much. or more, 200 300 yes, whatever, five. Yes, and That's but back in 86, she, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, exactly. tr Trust me, that was good money back then. Oh, it was good, man. We was, I, like I said, I was trying to talk you down. I was thinking like a hundred dollars. But she told me, the, because she responded like that, I was like, damn, you think you could get it lower? And... She called you, dude, and you were like, "Hell no, we already agreed. It's a hundred dollars." Right. And you're like, "Damn, yeah, if he ain't satisfied, wasn't supposed to be out there, you know." <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so, and I was probably really upset. Someone else knew that price was given was given out. <laughs> yeah. I think you, know, you had some intentions. I think I knew you were coming to the house by then. Oh, is that what it I was? I knew your name by then. Oh, you yeah. gave me house love. I gave you a little, you know, inside plug. Uh -huh. Plus, it's in a nice, I mean, good neighborhood. Yeah. No worry about security. Right. Nobody's going to mess my tables up. You know, it's going to be no fighting. So that was yeah. an easy party. And it cracked off sure majorly. Man, that's how we do these things, man. That's where we met, bro. I mean, that ain't where we met. But that's what you remember. that was our interaction there it is. where it was like, you know, you DJ my party, bro. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Let's get to it. That was that, that was that moment. Dang, man. So now, uh, you know I had General Lee here a couple of weeks ago. My ace, yep. I saw it. I watched it. I was <laughs> I was one of the fans from the outside looking in. Is that Wish right? I could be right in here with you guys, you know. Because I felt, I felt like that was just part of me as well as him, you know, that party was talking about. Now, he moved on into bigger things, which I can't. Push push my button on because I moved on to Atlanta, so right, which we will talk about later on. But you know that was that was good that was good talking when you talked to Lee. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Good to get that out there on on some kind of wavelength so somebody else could hear it. Right, exactly. Stories, good stories. True yeah, stories. man. True stories, yeah, right? And, yeah. and phenomenal stories yes. at that. Yeah. And there were really many more many that we more. didn't get to. Yeah, exactly. Now, um, also um, from that night, Lee got a. Somebody to invest in a book deal with him. Yes, uh, that was something that did come out of that because I got I got a call about that also with Lee, and I'd also uh, got a call from uh, the one of the guys who was definitely interested in doing that. So, oh really? Hopefully those doors keep going. I hope that ball keeps rolling and that gets out there. Yeah, I know so, I'm gonna have some input on that book. Oh, so, uh, you know. so they're gonna have a book deal? No, but it's gonna be where I'm going with this is tomorrow. They're gonna be calling for you. Kev, man, hey. we got to do your book. Hey, we're gonna, it's gonna be part of his book. We're gonna, do, yeah, we're gonna have some kind of, we can have some different chapters. <laughs> some different. It's a, West, it's a West Side Story. Damn, man. So, um, let's talk about the the early days, man. What, what, when did you? How did you even start DJing? Okay, well, look, that's a good question because basically, I was a, Sorry, a product. I don't understand. I was a product. Ooh, so I was a product of... Man, uh, you got Siri listening to us? Man, I be saying some shit on here, man. Else, yeah. We don't need her. <laughs> no, I didn't know she was doing that. She just <laughs> Something must have clicked on her, you know? <laughs> but, I, I mean, you know, one thing is about it, though, is uh, when I started, I was just a product of a brother. My brother, Hal Kimball III, rest in peace, he was a DJ Special K. He was already... I mean, he graduated in 77 from high school, Dorsey High School, 77. Okay, by that time, I was still in elementary school mm. so he's already out of high school and getting into this career of this party promotions and DJing so all of a sudden all this equipment started coming to our house we started getting we went from having an eight track player you know cassette yeah. and all of a sudden we had reel to reels and then we had all these uh these different kind of machines and next thing you know I got turntables and everything at my access so you know he's gone he leaves to go somewhere. I'm at home. I go push the. I know the start button. Yeah. I push the start button. I start doing my thing, and I know he's coming home, pre-internet. You know. You yeah. know. You can tell somebody when someone's coming home, but then you close it all down, and you go back to doing what you're doing. <laughs> you know? I did that for years. Really? Acting and, like you didn't touch one, it until one day he said, "Let me show you what to do." I said, "All right, show me." But by then, I already had a little good feeling for things. So he was kind of like, "You, you're not bad." I mean, how do you know to do that? I said, like, "I watch you. I watch you," which I did. You know, I watched. Really? I watched more than I got to play. So he know? was a full-on DJ? Full-on DJ all around here. Like like Lee was talking about, that Billboard recorder. Yeah. He was doing that, man, he was doing that back in the day. Really? Yeah. He was doing that. You know, he was like full-time <laughs> DJ. So he was doing it. And he actually worked. Actually, yeah, he, was, he wasn't a full-time DJ, but it seemed like it was full-time because he worked four or five nights out the week. 
Right. And then he still went to work during the day, you know, right. and all that. But he worked during the week weekdays. He wasn't so much always every weekend, but he was. Uh, they had clubs out here Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, you know. Yeah. That's three or three or four nights right there. I don't think people that gave out not too many clubs on on Mondays. Right. I think Tuesday nights, you know, somewhere on Wilshire, um, back in the day. Man, there was always a Tuesday through Saturday something yeah, jumping yeah. off. And he did a lot of and sometimes those. Sunday. Right. Well, I, I that's how I kind of got in like that, just kind of listening. And before you know it, I'm already maybe 13 years old, 14 years old. Now I'm probably in the seventh grade. Yeah. I'm going to clubs, you know what I mean? Because by now I've been around him enough, and I'm taller, so I kind of look like, you know, like a young guy, you know, who could be in there. But I'm coming in with the DJs. So I'm here before the clubs get started, before they even turn the lights off. I'm already positioned. He told me, you can't go down there by the bar. You stay right here in the DJ booth. So with years, your young ass, with right? My young ass. So <laughs> I was I was in it before. You know, my parents were like, "Well, you got You can't go without taking him." You know, right? They were traveling, so sometimes I was able to get to things way before my time. So when it came around, I was it's like second nature. When it came around, I was already kind of established and already kind of knew what to do. You know, but my name, L.A. Kev, came from more Pomona, out there, Ontario. What? Yeah, not in L.A. It's a lot of LA's and there's a lot of LA's Kevs out here. You know, a lot of people named Kev right. in LA, but there was really only one LA Kev. You know, so it came from there because uh-huh. they didn't know what to call me out there because it was already Special K was my brother. So I was like, I'm not gonna be oh, Special okay. K Junior. So, but it, so right. was it like which Kev? The LA Kev? No, LA Kev. Right. They knew we were from LA. They knew where he was DJing a lot out there too. He was doing parties here, but he would do big events, Mount Sac relays. That was a big thing back then. Really? Mount Sac was like, the, people come from all over the country to come to Mount Sac to race track, run track. Mm. So the track meets would bring people from all over the country. Mm. That's back in the day. I remember meeting Carl Lewis and all those guys, Edwin Moses, all those guys back in the day. For real? Flo Joe, you know, I remember I meeting them when they were just Dang. coming out here to party. Not to run track. They were running the next day or they already ran that day. They would come and get behind the DJ booth. You know, I'm looking there like, Think these are Olympics. People are gonna be on the Olympics one year, you know. Damn. So I was just advanced. I just had that knowledge, you know, as far as how you can how you can network with older folks, right? And kind of blend in because you're by the DJ booth. You're up here with these production, not so much on the floor. Oh, that's the place to be. <laughs> that is the place to be. It's a very exclusive area to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can't just walk up. No. In the DJ booth, right. Without a purpose. Right. I had to answer a lot of questions, requests. You know what I mean? they send me, go see what they want over there, you know. Damn. And they would come back and tell me. I'm like, who is it? I'm like, oh, that's so-and-so. Why am I yeah. get that on, you know. Ah, uh, was you trying to look important? No. Nah. Holding your earpiece like No, no. We didn't even have earpieces <laughs> back then. Trust me. I think I had a, t- I think I had a uh, straight line paper and a note, you know, write a note and put it on the paper. And might, they might see it and check it off or not. Really? Yeah, we talk about, you know. <laughs> all that type shit all huh? those days so that got me going you know that got me into DJing uh, when it came my time I had a house party I'll never forget I gave a house party I think it was my ninth grade year probably 82 I gave a house party up in the Dons you know mm-hmm. and that party changed everything after that from that party and we didn't charge to even get in that party I think it was just coming to the house party you know then mm-hmm. I think by 10, 30, 11 o'clock, I think the security who I had, my cousins, my big cousins who played football, they were probably pocketing 20 bucks a person, but I didn't know it. You know ah. what I mean? But I remember the next day, my parents said, all right, you had that great party. Well, you didn't have to go out there and clean up that street. Ooh, the and whole the, street, And the huh? dons are long. And people Ooh. park. When you go to a party like that, they park. Far, huh? Yeah, and I had to walk that block picking up cups and you name it. I was like, whoo, no more parties at my house. You know what Man. <laughs> Got to find a venue next time. Yeah. Right. So that was one of my, that started me up, you know, doing house parties, um, <clears throat> just being known locally, um, established from just the community. My name, Kimball, went along with Hal Kimball, so they already knew that's little Kimball. Mm-hmm. You know, so I used that, mm-hmm. and, you know, that just carried me through. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, Lee knew about my brother, and he heard about me through knowing about my brother, you know. Right. So when we finally met, it was like, man, I've been wanting to know, I wanted to meet you, you know. I'm like, man, I've been hearing about you too, you know. So it's mm-hmm. like, it wasn't any animosity. I, it wasn't like I want my club. You can have your club. It was like let's do this, let's do this. You know what I mean? So. Dang, he said that. Matter of fact, we got some footage of that. Uh, he said that very thing, dude. Oh, uh, oh, on this on the show. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I should have gave you a warning. 
I'm like, hey. So for the house party movement, like that was not a big deal, you know? Well, that because was all a part of that. Yeah. That was all a part of oh, But when when we when we hooked up, it was me and, it was me and L.A. Kev. Ultraway, we were done with. I was done with Ultraway after one year. I moved on from there and then hooked up with Derek Pipkin and L.A. Kev. True. Ah, facts, facts baby. Facts, right? <laughs> and actually, probably more than one year, I think me and Lee probably rocked together for about two or three years. And then that's when kind of Pip started to come in. Pip, Pip brother was doing stuff already. Rest in peace, Dan Pipkin. He was already mm-hmm. doing stuff and doing mm-hmm. parties. And Pip was kind of like, uh, you know, running the the to do for that party. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But his brother was really the, was the draw, just that, that Pipkin name. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Damon, Derek, people mm-hmm. couldn't tell the difference. Basically, they were like, "All right, we're coming to Pip's party." Right. You know what I mean? So, then once we we started doing stuff, I was I knew I was leaving because I kind of met Lee my senior year of high school. And I knew I was going to Morehouse. Right. So I was like, "I'm gonna be in. A, I got this cracking. We got this thing cracking. We need to keep it cracking while I'm gone." You know. Right. And Derek was doing stuff, and Lee was. I say, "Well, man, I put Lee on with some of the influential people who were doing stuff on the West Side." And he made his mark, and everybody was like, oh, man, General Lee, General Lee. Like, almost like, thanks, Kev. Right. Thanks for putting Lee on us. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, Lee, yeah. That doesn't come often, you know what I mean? So I'll just, hey, that's how it's supposed to go, you know? Yeah, that is you how leave, it's supposed to go. You leave something for somebody to keep going, you know what I mean? Yeah. You want to see it blow up. Yeah. And they blew up to the point where when I would come home, they were like, we're going to give a party, and then the rest of the party is ours. You know, like, we're going to do one party with you. <laughs> yeah. And all the rest of the stuff is what we already got created. So I was like, all right, cool. Just give me my one party. I'm uh-huh. happy. I'm not tripping, you know. Yeah, because they were still putting your name on flyers and stuff. And not you, often. you wasn't. I was doing maybe, maybe just at the beginning, but more, more or less, it was probably just because, uh, not saying a typo, but I was supposed to maybe be there. Maybe I was supposed <laughs> to be there and I couldn't make the flight to get it from Atlanta. You know what I mean? So it was more of. Once I was there, they knew I was going to be there. I'm sure those were the flyers that we all remember. You know what I mean? So, right. Because I wasn't there to see the ones where I wasn't there. So that's that might be your information. Yeah, on that exactly. <laughs> that is what I'm saying. Right. Yep. Yep. And I think that other, is exactly I think other guys too were using my name that wasn't part of Lee's crew too. So I, I saw my name on many flyers at that oh, time. Oh, so it probably was that type shit too. Right. Because you you mentioned um, the West Side, and I want to just make it clear, man, that like. You know, L.A. kind of has this, you know, it's, it's like three pockets. Yeah. It's the west side, it's the east side, it's the valley. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, and it's the, it's the middle, which we call South Central. Yeah, you know? and it's the middle, but right. yeah, but as far exactly. as hanging and all that. Right, yeah, you're going to find a corner. Yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a divide. Not a divide, but there's, you know, um, a side. A side. And you really, man, kind of, I, I would say you and your brother, of course, but you took the torch and really set this shit off on the party shit for the West Side, man. For it, real. It wasn't. It was pre the rap game. It was before the Dre's and all that. You know, they were mm-hmm. they were they were coming out, but that kind of is more of the '87, '88, '86. Even I was already doing stuff in like '84 and '83, '85. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and it was just on my brother's team. Like, I was just kind of like getting the crumbs they would give me. Right. You know, like, you want to do an 18 and over party? I'm like, yeah, well, you can't do the 21 over because you're not 21. I'm like, I can draw both crowds. Like, nah, yeah. we'll get you the 18 and over day. So we get a little party here so that you can use this club on a Tuesday or Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We, we get it tomorrow for the 21 and over. So let's do it. You know what I mean? So that avenue was available in L.A. It was before the riots, of course, and all that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it was all open for us. You know, things have changed. Trust me, that first riot, when that first riot hit, it, you know, we can, we haven't gotten there yet, but that's what that changed a lot of things too. You know, once that happened, uh, it wasn't just so easy to be doing clubs at, with youngsters. You know what I mean? Because right. the element of something going wrong, somebody tearing up somebody's equipment. You know, I've mm-hmm. never had a club that I lost. <clears throat> I had to pay my money back to the owner because we tore up their place. You know right. what I mean? Like that started to happen with some other people. Right. But I never had to do a. I never gave a club where I had to worry <laughs> about the people I'm in, I'm bringing in are going to tear this place up and I'm going to have to give money back out of my pocket from the door. To cover expenses, you know what I mean? Like that never happened. Oh, okay. So that's a good thing, you know. I've seen that happen, but I wasn't part of those those parties, you know what I mean? So who knew? Who knew? Yeah, who knew, right? And that all bled into just a whole scene, man. It, it was like groups and dance groups, dance like groups, and about, clicks you know, all those and clicks. And but see, Lee was L.A. Mm-hmm. Lee never left, so Lee was here. Well, that's right. this was his bread and butter, so. It became like he probably was turning down parties. As far mm-hmm. as if I would have been still in L.A., mm-hmm. he probably could have been doing one. I could have been doing another, which 
mm-hmm. could have happened, but you know, mm-hmm. he had a, he had it good enough to where he can give some parties to other people too. You know, that was part of giving the parties to somebody else. Mm-hmm. My brother did that for me. So when I left, I didn't think anything of it. I didn't say, "Hey, Lee, when you guys do parties, I need a hundred dollars every time y'all do something." I, I never thought of that. You know what I mean? But that's how business runs on the other coast. True. On the other coast. That's how it oh, is. You drop in, I, don't, I don't have to be there, but it's, I started this thing, so where's yeah, my, yeah. you know, like Christopher Walken said, you know, where's my five bucks, man? I've been eating. <laughs> Everything you've done, where's my money, man? I've been gone. I need to eat too, you know, so. Everything you've done, right? Yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta changed things for me. Once I got to, once I left here, you know, went, went to Morehouse, you know what yeah. I mean? So shout out to Morehouse College. That's where you, out. you came the new year after that. And that changed a whole lot of lot of stuff as far as parties go. You know. Yeah, what I mean? so. yeah. Well, I literally learned about Morehouse at a party. I believe it. When I was a senior, right. And y'all came home, right? Um, Adorium had a party, and I can't remember who from Morehouse was there. Yeah, up I, in I the hills. I DJed the party. I remember. Oh, you DJ? Ah! DJ the party. I remember. Yeah. Okay. I remember that. So, <laughs> so. bingo. So I was I was at AD's party, right. and Nicholas was on the dance floor like the house, the house, yep. the motherfucking house, yep. the house, and it was cracking majorly. And I was like, "Damn, what the hell is a house?" I thought that shit was a high school in the valley far away. I never <laughs> right, heard right, of. Right. <laughs> Nicholas was like, "Nah, man, that's that's Morehouse, man. That's a college, bro." Yeah, and I looked into it because of that. Right. How about that? And it was affordable then. And it was affordable. Yes, it was. Oh, it was affordable. You want to know how affordable it was? I was cheaper. I paid less than you. When I yeah, <laughs> I got you already you. know. I know it was more for you. <laughs> when I got out of school, my student loan debt was twelve thousand dollars. After how many how many years did you use the debt though? Not for all four years, did you? Yeah, all four years. Okay. I had the little Pell Grant okay, and the little something. this or that. I had something, but you I'm just something. saying I didn't have to dig in the crates. I mean, right. digging the in the piggy bank and right. come out a hundred G's. Right. It was cheap on Excuse campus. Me. Yep. That's right. That's right. On campus. $4,000, you know, type shit per semester. I am. I was, I was a 3,500 a semester. Oh, 3,500. 7,000 a year and more. It seemed like a lot too. Cause UCLA and all that shit. Oh, man. California schools was like $1,200 and shit. I mean, now then. it's like, it's like 25 a semester or something like that. It's like 40, 40,000 a year. Oh, don't get it. Get out them thirties. Nigga. It's I'm in just the saying, 50s. is it that yeah. much? Wow. Like yeah. 48, 50. That's 30 some That's years ago, man. I'm so glad that I go. I went there when I went there. You Dang. know what I mean? What was it like when you first got there? Was you, were, were you, uh, oh, you had Troy. Troy was there. with me. Yeah, Troy the same year. Yeah, yeah. Same year. But what was it like switching from I mean, L.A. in the 80s going from L.A. to Atlanta? Well, it was definitely different, you know, because first of all, you show up out there and it's hot, humid. Oh. Humidity. I never heard of humidity. Yeah, so what I the moved. hell is this? I've been to Arkansas in the summer, but that's not Atlanta. Right. You know, Atlanta is a whole different beast. That's why oh, they call it hot Atlanta. Yeah, and in August? We had to wear shirt and ties. Mm, so mm, first mm. of all, we don't wear shirt and ties out here. We don't. I mean, I didn't go to I didn't go to one of those schools where you had to wear a tie and a jacket to work to school in the high mm-hmm. school. Palisades, you know, shorts and mm-hmm. whatever else, as long as you were covered. You know, yeah. what I mean? you didn't go to school. Yeah, out there you had to wear that shirt and tie. Uh, it was almost like you got pledged, mm-hmm. which I found out now. Which I was it was in a hazing kind of introduction mm-hmm. to the to that style mm-hmm. of life. You know, but mm-hmm. being from LA, I just knew to be stay in my lane. Don't try to do nothing out, outrageous. Don't talk bad. You know, what I mean, I wouldn't. Be, I wasn't gonna be defiant, basically. Right. You know what I mean? I didn't learn defiancy out here. So if you don't have defiancy in your in your psyche, you don't go out there being defiant. You just try to fire your way in. You know. Right. And that's the, that's the key right there. See, I was being defiant. <clears throat> I I will take the credit for uh, breaking the rules of having to have a shirt and tie on in King's Chapel. You, would you wear a bow tie or a clip-on? Or? Oh, even more sinister than that, Kev. <laughs> even more sinister than that. I took my belt off. Oh, Lord. Well, and tied my belt around my neck and said, how's this? And another dude saw it. And another dude saw it. It took about like three, four weeks. But then slowly but surely. And I, and I got into it because 
the old heads was riding on me, man. And I'm like, yo, man, this college, bro, what the hell y'all talking about? I came here to learn. I'm not here for all that. Blah, 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 blah. Right. They're like, nah, man, it's the mystique and it's all this. And I said, nah, man, I don't roll with that, bro. And niggas started standing up, man. And to this day, you, you I went out there, man, fools in there with T-shirts and everything. I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. It changed. Thank, uh, uh, thank me for your comfort. Right, right, right. That's probably true. <laughs> I like I said, I just I fell in, you know. I knew I had a bigger bigger source than that, you know. Clothes wasn't nothing because I knew once we got home, back to our rooms, weather, we could put on what we want and come on, coming from Cali. I don't even think had, I had a tie, we man. We had shirts, we had shorts and sets to wear, you know, mm -hmm. outfits to put on that were perfect for that kind of weather. Mm -hmm. That's gonna sweat a lot, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So that was cool, just to be in that and fall in with that environment, and then get away from it, and they can see who you are. Because when, you, when you're wearing that tie and that, that shirt the first week or two, yeah. you're just like everybody else. You're fitting in with everybody you're just, you're just else. Yeah. Yep. But once mm -hmm. you start to put your own gear on and do your own thing, then people can really start to see who you really are. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like a telltale situation. So. Well, I was clear that you guys had paved the way already because I just fell right into the program. I, I, I was clear. And let me give you some props, Kev, because you – had okay first of all you had the fire nissan truck hella dope blue cali 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 Cali'd out uh center lines low profile tires you even had the dodger ball on the antenna man it was oh it was sweet but what you did bro you would take people anywhere yeah you know what i mean all the upperclassmen uh would not do that and i'm right. not gonna call their names but you would be like, hey, if y'all could fit in the back, get in the back. Yeah, the you know back, what I the mean? Back, the, in the back of the truck had a snug top over it. Yes. I do remember. And a carpet. It had, exactly. And I could open up the window and you guys would get the air conditioning uh -huh. in the back. Plus, it was a speaker back there. So uh -huh. it was actually like. Exactly. Yeah, it was actually like Uber XL way back in the day and I wasn't charging. And you wasn't charging, man. So we had a way to parties, to the picnics, everything because. Dude, hey man, where's Kev at, man? We gotta find Kev. Or if you probably got to the party and you guys couldn't find a way back, if you saw yep. me, they're like, yep. get in the back, youngster. Yeah, get I'll in get the back, back, youngster. I'll get you back close to your dorm or something. Uh -huh. I ain't going to the dorm door, uh -huh. but uh -huh. I'll drop you off in front. Facts, man. I'm gonna tell you who else was like that. Kev Boy was like that. That's 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 <laughs> different right there, because I can say I remember Kev Boyd not not offering up too many rides when really? I was a freshman, yeah, because I didn't have a car my first year. Well, he, I guess, okay, when I was a freshman, he was a senior? Probably so, yeah. Yeah, he, so, he, you know, he probably came yeah, he around. Probably, he probably came but around. But he had a Suzuki Samurai, Samurai mm -hmm. G. I remember that. And, man, he was, he was cool, man. He'd be like, yo, man, I'll run y'all up there, whatever, whatever, whatever. He never tripped on that, on that. So I remember that, man, y'all too, bro. Yep. Well, that's, that was one thing about once I said once we got to Atlanta, and I got into that culture, I started realizing all the stuff we do out here as far as doing parties. Now I was on the mic a lot, mm -hmm. so I'll get out there and get on the mic in Atlanta, mm -hmm. and I'm saying, "Say yo, baby, yo, baby, yo," and I'm thinking everybody's gonna be saying it right back to me. And I'm like, and Cass is pointing at me, mm -hmm. looking at me sideways. So mm -hmm. Put on a tummy. Got a call. We got a call. What's up, caller? It's Trouble T. Roy. Oh, Maybe there it is. By way of Atlanta, Georgia. What's cracking? Ah, uh, T. TMC. <laughs> foundation right there. That's foundation. What's up, Troy, man? You hear me giving Kev all these props up here right now, man? You used to throw us in the back of the Nissan truck. Hold on. How y'all going to jump all the way from you? We only Kev. got an hour, man. We only got an hour. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. What you going to say? How we going to jump from no. what to what? <laughs> I've been knowing this dude since kindergarten at Calvin Christian. Talk about Calvin Christian. <laughs> it wasn't, this, this wasn't about Kev's I mean, life. On, this, Kev. is about, this is about me meeting Mike. Mike. Kev, this is Mike. about me meeting Mike. Sorry, guys. I, no, 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 I, no, no, I can go back to elementary. We've been here for years, you know what I mean? But You got to go to Calvin Christian. Then from Calvin Christian, you got to go to Bellagio Road. Oh, then, Bel then from Bellagio Road, oh, you got to go to, to Paul Revere. Yes. Then I left and went to St. Bernard's, and when they went to Pally, and, uh, you know, so many people reach. And all, I mean, come on, man. Y'all jump from. We have to jump, Troy. To You're right. House. We got to do a couple of episodes. Shout out to E. Reese. Rest in peace. E. Rest in peace, E. Reese. Don't go nowhere, Troy. Hold tight because you part of these. I'm not. I'm not. I'm here. I'm, okay. here for the, I'm here for the duration. But hold on. We got all the homies from Morehouse are listening. You got all the DC crew. 
You got uh, Savannah. You got everybody. All I'm I'm send it out. Everybody's listening. You I got believe Big that. Russ, I saw Big Russ. I, I believe got, that. Uh, you got Will. You got everybody. So uh, you got a shot. I mean, there's so much to touch on, man. We're about but, to touch on that. I was just about to get to the the whole where I, how I, they were just talking about how it got how I got started in Atlanta. That was about to all come out. But I appreciate you because you're still there. Never left. I'm the, here. Never left the site. He left. He was ahead. he was with I'm me from I'm all the schools in L.A. and he went to Atlanta and he ain't never really? left. And that's the best thing you can have is somebody who's foundation out there. Okay, well we got Troy Huffman on the phone, who is also um, an L.A. party legend. Party legend, same year because as me. Because of because of L.A. Kev and General Lee. Okay, that let's touch on that. <laughs> uh, facts, me facts. Steve, me, and, me and Steve Smith. I mean, my, that was my partner in crime. We did the uh, Sojourner Truth. You got to talk about Sir Joyner Truth. What's yeah. that? Chris, uh, across from the Capitol House. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God! Uh. Yeah, started that off. Those, those are it's so many parties. Well, it's yeah, just so I, many, right? I even, we just been, I'm going off Mike's list. list Mike, <laughs> Mike brings up something. I just kind of roll with him on that, Troy. So, dude, it's you. so many. Troy is endless. The man. Cover Girl, Kev, when you came out. Ah, oh, the I Cover a, Girl. I got a park. I got I got a parking ticket. Troy, I'm like Kev. Just give me the ticket. We'll take care of the ticket. Don't worry about that. You go back in and get on these tables with the general. Right. Okay, Kev. Don't worry about the parking ticket. Ah, Troy, Troy, you sound just like your big brother. Well, you know what was a trip to me, man? You know what was a trip to me when I got down there is how it turned me on to all the different kinds of musics from places, man. That's that's what Like, D.C. was on Go-Go. Chicago was on House. We haven't touched on that. We're going to talk about that Freaknik. That's where it all comes out. Miami. Oh, my God. Oh, we got to talk about the Freaknik. We started that thing. Now, you know John Eddings. You know, John Edding says he came up with the name. I, I Even though it's a D.C. Oh, club. That might be something to check. It's a D.C. club event. D.C. gets props for starting a freak, Nick. Nobody can deny it. Yes. But no, at all. 1984. Yeah. But Edding's three. 83, 84. Okay, before I got there. It was before I got there. Was it? Yeah. Edding says he came up with the name. He said they couldn't think of what to call it. He was calling it something else. And he said he said... He was thinking about some freaks and shit. He was like, "This is called this shit a freak Nick." And that's they said they was perfect. like, "Hey, <laughs> that's perfect. That's perfect. That's perfect. Hey, I believe in hey, that." Freak Nick. Well, I mean, it's untouchable if you ain't been. But we need to touch on this Cali beer bash that we started in 1986, which turned into the Cali picnic. And they want to claim that we we started the Cali picnic with sure the Cali did. beer bag. Yeah. Talk yeah. about it. Well, my, yeah. yeah, with the with the beer bag, the first kegs were in the back of my truck, my Nissan truck, which we had the kegs. Ah, oh, the first kegs, huh? But look, let's not let's not um, run past the freak Nick. No, we can't. We're gonna go right yeah, to it. Yeah, it's too it's too much. Um, if we're gonna be sitting here talking about parties, yes, there is no better party than the freak Nick. Yes. That's why I'm trying. That's why I was Facts. trying to explain to my man General Lee and all them guys. Then they were Derek Pipkin. He did come out after a while, after a year or so. Oh, Pip came to the Pip freak came. Pip, oh, Pip okay. would come. Okay, Lee wouldn't come, but we tried to get them all to get out there when it was first started. I was like, man, you guys got to come to this party. Mm. It's called the Freaknik, and it's the whole all the people from all the different cities are going to be there. All the different schools, and next thing you know, it all the people started telling their people. It's like we told Pip to come. Somebody from Chicago told their boy to come. Somebody from D.C. told their boy to come. Next thing you know, it was people coming from the whole country right. to this event for the weekend. But before it got to that, man, yes, it was beautiful. Yeah, it was beautiful before it Before got it got all... We did those parties. It got yeah. too big, man. It did get too it big. It got too big. The Freak Nick had Lil' Kim down there, that motherfucker. Yeah, I was, I was that, going by That's then. when it was commercial. Yeah, yeah it got commercial. Sponsorships commercial. and all that. Yeah. I'm talking about, man. Yeah, I was there in the like, early 80s. I lived across the street from White Park, you know, with Selma so and Belmont Hills. Yep. And one year, man, we took a keg. This this year, it was two years at White Park. So we took a keg over there, right? Right. And a big-ass keg. You know how much that shit weigh, right? 40, 45 pounds. <laughs> more than that. More yeah. like 125 yeah, pounds. That shit heavy as shit, right? <laughs> We were we were rolling it, bro. We were across rolling the, across it the, across Cascade. Across Cascade, man. You know, like across how you roll. You know how you roll it on the on the corner of it, the yes. cylinder. And so, look, one time came and pulled up. Uh, Popos pulled up and was like, "What the hell?" And we was like, "Oh man, this black dude." 
This black police put the keg in his police car and rolled it into and the drove head. it up for us up the hill, man. Drove it up the hill. I was like, man, That's look at up. Atlanta, man. Belmont Hills. Y'all was coming from Belmont Hills. We had the pre-parties. I remember that. Like I said I said 87 because it was 86 it was there, and it was also there in 87. Yeah. It was back-to-back at White Park. So yeah. You, been, you, had you got to talk about Washington Park, though. Yeah, that, that was, was, that was 88. EU band. That yeah, was 80, EU. 88. 88. What, what year was that, Kev? That was 88. Okay. Oh, 88. my God. That was, was I mean, you haven't seen nothing like no, that. No, 89. It could have been 89. Band. Yeah. 88. I was 88. No, 89, because look. The first no, one, was, first White Park was, was in 87, because no, I was a freshman. That was the first one. That was the first one you went to. Okay, but there was two <laughs> Right. for me, okay. so it must have been three. So it was there, it went there, and then it went to West, uh, Washington, and then went back to White after that. It went and there, then it went and then it went way out. Exchange oh, okay. Park and Decatur. That's when it started getting too big for everybody, yeah. Yeah, it got too big. But that was one weekend that I could say that, you know, all you got to do is get up to the DJ booth and Cats going to remember you up there. You might have said a couple words. I think I might have played a song one time. One thing, it was just so hard to get to the booth. And once you got up there, it was just so much partying going on. You can't DJ with all them people out there having fun. You look, man, here, take over. I'm gone. Right, you know? yeah. Ooh. And people think, oh, man, you was up there DJing for hours, huh? Like, no, nah, I did one song. <laughs> I did one song and two shout-outs, and I was out of there, you know? Do you it remember? wasn't about making money at that point for me. You know, I was just I was happy to be a student. Yeah, happy to be the man. DJ Nab, you know, and he's still around. You know, oh, he's Nabs? still around. DJ Nab, but he was out there DJing, and my other boy, DJ Nard, shout-out to DJ Nard. They're still out there in Atlanta. So them guys are like legends for me. They already they had equipment. See, one thing about me being a DJ in Atlanta, I didn't have no equipment. Right. I came out there from California, mm-hmm. whereas people from like Detroit and uh, other cities, they they had a little equipment in their in their rooms. I would go to their room I'm like, man, you got a whole DJ yeah, set up. Yeah, you in got a setup. You right. don't even DJ. Right. Well, let me use it. You know what I mean? Let me use it for a party. Here, I'm gonna give you twenty five bucks, forty bucks. Here, I'm gonna use your stuff. Rental fee. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. So you found out a way. By the, my third year, I was able to get a little. One take one speaker, I think. I don't think I even had two. I had one nice big speaker and an amp rack, and a tur- and a, and a two turntables and a mic. But I didn't even have it all set up in a, in a whole thing like you should. You know, I was just carrying pieces out there, setting up on a table, you know, at a club or something, using their equipment. I was just making making match, man. Back then, it wasn't even about having like the premium sound. It was just if you were giving an event, your name's on the flyer, right. They coming, you know what I mean? And we we made those relationships, like Troy said. We made those relationships with D.C., Chicago, uh, Detroit, Detroit, Ohio, Michigan. I mean, I'm saying yeah, uh, Texas, yeah, Texas, mm-hmm. all that, Florida, Florida yeah, yeah. in Atlanta, the people from Atlanta, you know, because you had to find your way to get in there. And once they start seeing how Cali gets down, yeah, L.A. gets down, Yay area gets down. They're like, man, we are gonna go to those parties because yeah. they they get it in. Yeah, and like I said, me doing those chants on the mic. Yeah. It was easy to do them out here. I got out there, and cats like from the fraternities was looking at me like, you can't say Ice Ice Baby unless you're an alpha. Uh, you can't say Yo Baby Yo unless you're a kappa. Uh, you can't bark and say, you know, Roof 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 unless woof, you're a Q. Right. I'm like, man, hold on, man. Y'all taking we, all my shit right here. all the stuff we do in LA. They're like, you can't do that out here. You Dang. know what I mean? So that, that, showed me, that showed me how you have to be respectful and come up with different chants. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Kev, yeah, don't forget DJ KT. When we came out of Cell Hall in 1985, he was playing uh, uh, Set It Off when oh, yeah. he came out. Oh, yeah. That's DJ a, KT. That, that DJ KT, yep. And Kevin Terrell. He's, I still see him from time to time on. Uh, I found him on a photo. He's a, he's a photographer now, so he's not even on Facebook, but he has a photographer page. But yeah, shout out to DJ KT. Yeah, he was from, uh, I think he was from Augusta. Or from Athens, oh, Georgia. I remember him. Yeah, you wouldn't know him. It's just some Troy. Me, like I said, me oh. and Troy, we were branching off when we got out there, you know. So we met guys, and once we started doing it, matter of fact, KT got me a party down in Savannah one Christmas. Dang. And I was on, down down there, I met Purvis Ellison. I don't know if you remember Purvis. Yeah. Remember Nervous Purvis? Uh-huh. He was still in high school, seven-foot cat, still in high school, about to go to Louisville. Who knew the next year he's going to win a, a ring for the NCAA tournament, you know. But right. I met him in high school because I'm doing a party for Thanksgiving in Athens, my name's on a flyer. I go out there and people are like throwing deeds at me. I'm like, 
I don't know nobody out here. But you they weren't had, playing they enough me MC Shy D. <laughs> no, they were throwing beads me and they were excited to see me. I mean, they oh, was really? like giving me my love. I was like walking. I was With driving. beads? I mean, oh, yeah. like on some New Orleans type Yeah, shit? yeah, yeah. They was like showering oh. me with stuff. You know what I mean? It wasn't like they was hitting me with rocks. Like oh, that, okay. You know? <laughs> that, that, that's another party we had, you know, but no. Man. Okay, now, um, there's so many legendary parties. Y'all had a party at the crib and the whole porch fell in. Yes, we did. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's a true house party right there. Yeah, and true unfortunately, house party. unfortunately, I didn't pay. I didn't charge people for that party. I wish I did because I had to pay for that porch. Oh, y'all had to pay. I yeah, fi- I figured, yeah, man. Like somebody porch. deposit took a show. Yeah, it was past the deposit. That was a big. That was a you know. I had, that was a five bedroom house I was living in at the time. With a and big had, old down south porch where it was like eighty people. Eighty people on just on the porch part. Yes, just on the porch part. And it was old. They re- it redid it after that, but then they put in the contract, no parties. I was like, now no one's going to tear this porch up we yeah. just paid for. Yeah. And you can't use that. For- I was like, man, that's the dance floor right there now. Yeah. Before it was just an old wooden. Yeah, it, it had a little wop to it. So when you start dancing out there, it's really dipping, you know. I'm just glad no one got hurt, you know. Nobody got hurt. I remember picking people up and cups in the air, and I saw bodies, and there was cups <laughs> coming down after the bodies. Like Everybody had a drink, and next thing I know, the drinks left, and the bodies fell, and all of a sudden, cups was going down. I was like. Who's throwing cups out there? What the hell? Yeah, people fell about 10, 9 to 10 feet down into that little area. But now, it was a party. Like I said, and everybody was helping each other up. No yeah, one was screaming, yeah, crying. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It was a floor underneath it. Now, I've been to parties where we have parties where we're on the second floor and they fall onto the first floor. Oh, you've been and in one of those? Yeah, I've had some of those. And it wasn't my party, but I was DJing. That was a bad luck. Oh, that's bad. They couldn't pay the DJ that night. And that wasn't my fault. I was like, it's not can't pay me. Yeah, that party. Was that Look at all Aang? this. What'd you say? Was that party with Aang where the floor came Yeah. In? Yes, probably was. Aang bang. Probably was. Y'all too. Dang. And then we used to make trips to Howard, go to oh, yeah. Homecoming, Bayou Classics. Bayou Classics. That's the greatest. Those are one of the greatest times of our lives right there. I know. Bayou, huh? Now, you put... So now, blessed. Now, now, but this is a question for both of y'all. What you choosing? Uh, Bayou Classic or Freak Nick? What do you mean for as classic for the weekend or just the event? You could call it how you want. Freaknik, the event is off the chain, but Bayou Classic had it's just uh, a full weekend of just parties. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. too different. It's two, it's two different, different kind of things. things you yeah. remember the original Freaknik was, you know, from uh, when we were doing reading period. And, you know, that's just to blow off a little steam. Uh, Bayou Classic, I guess it's the same thing around Thanksgiving, but, you know, our thing, man, yeah. oh, man. Yeah, it wasn't just, the Bayou Classic was oh. specific two schools having a big reunion party. You know, it was like, oh, those people would dress up in Everybody was there, though, bro. And leather and just all kind of nice outfits to go to the Bayou, whereas Freaknik, you know. You hope they got clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Or you hope they don't. Well, I hope they, I used to hope they did, you know. And that's always good. They, pajama they party, though. You pajama parties, toga parties. On Friday night, pajama party. Yes, yeah, Troy Troy has it all. He's on, she's still there. He's still living it. Yeah. He's still there, you know what I mean? Troy. We love you, Troy. Thanks for shouting us out today, man. And all the, all the cats, uh, all the different places around the city. The Spellhouse Love. From all the globe, man. I'm going to be quiet. I'm gonna oh, yeah. Shout out to my yeah, wife. Man. I know my wife's out there. Hey, baby. Oh, my God. This for you right here, baby. This for you. This for you, my T-shirt. <laughs> what does that say? All fine women love Morehouse men. Ooh. The house. Facts, baby. That's it. That's it. Just representing. <laughs> but, no, yeah, but, no, it's been a beautiful experience. Like I said, we can go on and on and talk about this, man. There's so much more we can go into. I'm just blessed to have Mike as an avenue. The Boulevard. Yes. You know, everybody says they got a lane. Mike got a boulevard. That's right, baby. You know, I be trying to stay in my lane. Mike can stay on his boulevard. That's major. (laughs) Keep doing this, Mike. I'm just impressed. I'm happy to be here, man. Man, I I love it, man. We can do a part one, two, and I can get more in details. We can really take this to another level, but we've been jumping. Let's talk about um, some current stuff. Uh, Are you following um, these versus battles? I am. Well... I don't know if they still going as they were when they first started. I they, think they were they were stronger like in stronger June. Stronger in the maybe, beginning when yeah, the pandemic when yeah. everybody was I think May was hot in May. It was yeah. everybody was doing this and that, you know. Well, so. the newest one, Snoop Dogg versus DMX. Yeah. Who you picking? I'm gonna take Snoop Easy on that one. <laughs> I'm gonna take Snoop Easy on that one because DMX, uh, even though they both had a, had issues with the law, DMX seems to find a way to get stuck under the thing and Snoop Snoop is kind of 
figure out a way to get around him. You know what I mean? And Snoop is just such an entrepreneur what he does. He has so much going on because he, me yeah. being in L.A., I got to see Snoop on the football side, you know, because yeah, I have a but football look, team. But for the me. verses is not all that. It had oh, nothing yeah, to do with lyrics. none of that. It's, it's song for song. You play your song, I play this song. You play the next song, I play my next song. You play your next song, I play my next song. And who got the hottest shit? Right. I'm still saying Snoop. Still, still saying Snoop. What yeah, you say, that's Troy? Just, that's just me, you know. What you say, Troy? You know I'm West Coast all day, baby. I, <laughs> I mean, you know, man, it is what it is. I mean, we're talking I about classics. Been, you know, you're talking about classics. Snoop has classics. I wish it would have been Cube. I wish it would have been Cube and, uh, and DMA. Oh, we forgot Same. about that. We, we didn't even talk about when Cube came down to... Uh, when when Cube and and and, and the lynch mob came and the through, lynch mob came <laughs> down to uh, to Atlanta. Yeah, that was live. Oh, another issue. Oh my God, we'd be here all night. Yes, sir. No, no doubt. But but going back to the old school, I just want to make sure you guys remember when we were out there, there was no Snoop, there was no DMX, there was true. no. Right, you're right. None of that right. stuff. No, we had and Egyptian we were, Lover, and, and that was a West Coast cat who didn't come to Atlanta. But who anyway. did come? Who did come to Atlanta was Bobcat. Bob, Bobcat, Bobcat came. Bobcat came to one of my events in yes, on the campus. Yeah, because didn't in you, the you you in the comments because you battled a New York somebody from New York. I or had some right? cats on the wheels, and then my boy who who was probably Bobcat's manager called me and said, "Hey, I'm, you in Atlanta, right?" I'm like, "Yeah." I'm going to have Bobby with me. We're going to meet LL at this thing called the Fresh Fest or whatever. You know? So mm-hmm. I was like, well, man, come through Atlanta. I'm doing. I'm actually I'm doing something small on campus, mm-hmm. free to get in. But, I'm, you know, if you want me to pub him up, no, 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 don't pub him up because he might not want to DJ when he gets down there. I'm like, all right, yeah, no problem. When you see these fire people, this, this hot club, this yeah. party, this nice on-campus in event, he's going to want to come. You know, he's mm-hmm. going to get on. And, of course, it wasn't packed out because – it's a small thing. People can come and go at the comments. It wasn't like you were in there locked in. You Wait know? a minute. I remember it being packed. Okay. It could have been packed to you. But, I, I mean, it was. It got packed. Don't say to me, nigga. I know what packed is. Yeah, and what it wasn't that packed. packed. It wasn't. I've seen it packed. I've seen it packed where you can't get in the comments. It made it didn't start that way, but there once go. it got to nighttime. Yeah, by that time, it was yeah, packed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm saying if I would have said Bobcat's coming from the start, DJ Bobcat. Not saying DJ Bobcat part of LL because at that time he hadn't done nothing with LL yet. He was just his he new met, DJ. He met. No, he wasn't even his new DJ. Because he had just started no, as no, DJ. No, 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 no. That that meeting he met him in Atlanta. Cut creator had an issue with having two DJs. Stepped away and Bobcat jumped in there. And when he jumped in there, they was like, <laughs> "Let's run with this cat right here." You know what I mean? Cut creator had an issue coming down. His something happened. His all his bags made it, but he didn't make it. Uh. Bobcat was there just to meet LL and kind of say, hey, you know, I'm going to come here on a song. We got a song we're going to do. LL did a song, I guess, and Bobcat did some kind of music on it. So Bobcat knew LL, but he had never done anything with LL until that night after that Freaknik. Okay. Came to the Freaknik. That's facts. Came to the Freaknik. Well, he was claiming it. No, not the Freaknik. He came to the Commons. Mm-hmm. And then from there, he went and met LL, and that same next day, he was on stage with LL. And from that point on, Bobcat was... And LL's DJ for I a remember years. specifically his classic mix where he was like, L. Oh, yeah. L- I mean, his mix was before you cool. knew him. Yeah, yeah. Jay, yeah. it's hot as hell. Right. Battle. Yeah. It was like, I was like, what? Yeah. He was bad, bro. Yeah, he was bad. He was bad. Like I said, I met yeah, him. so that was your event. Like, I didn't know yeah. that, though. It was not my event. I was just DJing an event. You know what I mean? And I kind of had a little pull on who. That means it's yours. Yeah, all right. All right. My event. <laughs> my event on campus. <laughs> Morehouse wasn't paying me though, so you yeah, know, that's how it was. Oh, that's how that is. But like I said, DJing there, you know, even was it wasn't as consistent as DJing out in LA, but just the simple fact that we was going to school, and I was able to still DJ the parties, and then go to the parties, mm-hmm. and still do my books. Mm-hmm. Oh, I still was a student. I didn't, I never thought this DJ thing was gonna be a career. Right. Like P Diddy went to Howard, but he already he already knew I'm gonna get. I'm just going there for a tad bit. Right. This other thing I'm doing with these producing these artists and all these promotions and all the other stuff. I'm going to run this. Next thing I know, I'm working for a record company. He left Howard. You know, mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. he's still Howard's biggest alumni, you know. Right. Tri- tributes to him and everything now. Mm-hmm. But he had, a, he had a goal that that was going to be his career. I didn't take DJing as a career. I should have. Right. Looking you looked at it as just as fun, just right? fun, man. It was right. parties. Right. Yeah, it was something to do. You know, something to do. I never thought of it as a career because 
I fought the whole change. When everybody started getting into the laptops and the, right. I was still trying to carry my records and still my turntable set right. up. And everybody's like, dude, you're working too hard. Right. I didn't want to get a laptop. I didn't want the easy way. Right. I didn't want to be this DJ by I wanted to know my beats in my head. I wanted to know my beats per minute by my ear. Mm. Not by hitting a button and it goes, it matches, put it on. Right. To me that was just so mm. It hurt me for a long time. Even when they started having the CDs <laughs> and the DC day little scroll, I was like, yeah. that little thing is not a turntable. Although right. it feels like one, it's not one, you know. So I kind of rebelled off doing parties and stuff. I would give parties to other people. Hey, man, I want you to do a party. I'm like, you know, y'all ain't paying enough. Because then once, it, once the stuff got equipment, got easy and laptops and, you know, little devices, mm -hmm. they weren't going to pay you all that money no more. You know, right. you're not making five. I'm not going to pay you 500, 125. Right. Like, I was getting that from Mike Boogie yeah. in 88, 86, you know, 85. 100, baby. <laughs> I'm, I'm not making two or three, 400. I'm not going to DJ the party. You know, I think I've already made that much, that kind of money. I should be making more. Right. But I didn't think of it as a business. Instead of, like Lee and them did, I said, forget DJing. We're just going to give the whole event. Right. So we're going to make the $3,500 or whatever, and that's worth it when you do it like that. Yeah. I was just Mike Boogie. Yo. Mike Boogie, you didn't you didn't know Kev was a gangster. You didn't know he, he's the originator of KOD, did you? You didn't uh, know that he's one of the founders. Yeah. You didn't know he's one of the founders. Let's talk about that. Okay, well, let's, 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 let's go back. Let's go back in the day, because... Troy. got me having goosebumps now. <laughs> but look, it wasn't a gangster thing. Just remember what it was. It was Kings of what? Kings of drag. It was cats Kings going, drag. Kings hey, going in. And it wasn't drag meaning wearing dresses either. It was drag meaning you had game to talk to the girls, you know. And I hope it wasn't no dresses. dresses yeah. No, man, it, we it couldn't became, stand it, them niggas, yeah, man. Yeah, it, we, got, it got real beefy when I left. When I left, yeah. and I came home, cats were wearing like certain kind of hat to be a king. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. Coming, big ass football player ass niggas coming yeah. to fuck up the party. Yeah, it, it, got, it got kind of violent. But hey, them was good guys. Mostly weren't good guys. Some nah. of them had bad intentions. But never when I did it. When I did it, it was all about the, the la la. Troy, you know about the la la, right? It's not the, it's not the Jay Z sign either, y'all. This is the la la. I mean, I didn't met a lot of them now. La la. No, no, no. But look, I I have met like a lot of them. You know what I mean? And all that shit now, that's old stuff. But at the time, man, we was all trying to unite against them because they was wrecking the parties, man. We had to be no, but Mike, you got to remember, Mike, that was 83, 84 when Kev and Reese and all them started that. Uh, yeah, at, by the time, you, Cali, by the time you guys in 86, 87, and 88, yeah, those, it, that, it, wasn't, yeah, that wasn't was my group. There was some youngsters thing, that was man. doing that gang stuff. Trust me, I wasn't part of that. And I tell no, them, that, that. Was, that was a whole different thing. It was a party scene when I was doing that. You know, I didn't, I didn't take anything with me to Atlanta. I didn't try to run that in Atlanta because that was just some L.A. stuff, right? right. I would come home and get hit in the head. So as I walked, not hit in the head, literally, but. Hey, what's up, OG? What's up, OG? Nice to meet you, man. Heard a lot about you. I'm like, you heard a lot about me at parties? I'm like, you, you original king. I'm like, original king? Uh, oh, oh, yeah, okay. Right. Martin Luther King? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did go to Morehouse College. They're like, they're looking at me crazy, you know? So I'm like, I saw how it got, you know, rest in peace to a couple of them cats who was real eager to, you know, keep that going. But a lot of my OGs who went to school with me, they kept it going, and it, it, it turned that way. You know, unfortunately, that's how the streets of L.A. were starting to move, you know? Things yeah. start got real affiliated. Yeah. So exactly. I'm just so happy I kind of missed that part of the L.A. scene, you know what I mean, because I was in Atlanta. Yeah. We're out there protesting. Like, they protested the, not too long ago. Troy, you remember? Where did we protest? Wearing L.A. Hold on. Wearing L.A. Raider hats, starter jackets, and lokes. Where were we protesting? In was, 80, oh, in Forsyth? Did y'all yeah. go to Forsyth? Forsyth. In 86, right? Forsyth, Georgia. The home of the Ku Klux Klan. Had yep. moved to Forsyth, Georgia. We were out there from yep. L.A. They got us on a bus with from Uncle Morehouse. Hosey. With Uncle Hosey. Uh, uh, Uncle Hosey. Who? Uh, Hosea. Hosea. Hosea Williams. Hosea. Okay. And, yeah. and, and yeah. Mukasa. Yeah. Mukasa. Shout yeah. out to Mukasa. Yeah. And all these brothers you talked about. We all went out there, man. We, that was talking about showing yeah. your, your real spirit. It changed me after that, man. Once I went out there and saw that's when I really know, knew about racism. I didn't have racism like we talked about earlier. Yeah. We didn't grow up under this racism. It might have been here in L.A., but we didn't see it as kids growing up. We didn't see it as high schoolers growing up. Maybe my 12th grade year, I started to see it some with some of my coaches. I started seeing they were kind of envious. I think they were more envious of me than racist. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah, this, but cat, we this cat's going to college plan. already. You know, He's already going to college, and he didn't even – he didn't even play his varsity year in high school of basketball. He's already got admitted to school, you know. Yeah. It was envious of me more than they were racist, you know what I mean? I, I took it as racist at first. 
Now I realize it was more envy. You yeah, know what I mean? you know what? It was here because it's America, but our interactions didn't really include it that much. You know what I mean? If of course it was here, but I think it's how you grow up, man. Yeah, it's how Seriously. you grow up. But when I was the, okay, so when all that happened, man, I didn't go, man. I was out there, but I didn't go because. Yeah. I was like, man, I'm not about to let these niggas start throwing rocks at me yeah, and shit it was a and it was all a threat. that. Like, we went to them. Man, it's please, like they went. man, and we couldn't fight back because they were saying we couldn't nothing, fight back. Nothing. I was like, we man, couldn't care. Right, we, we wanted to take stuff. We, we were ready. We were well, ready. I heard after the fact. Yeah, I heard after the fact. What yeah, was you saying, Troy? That's why we wore the long coats. <laughs> they had the National Guard. I had my trench coat. I'm not going to say what was up under it, but they, I, the National Guard was there between us and the uh, Ku Klux Klan. And they were like, nigga, don't let this, uh, don't let the sunlight catch you back, uh, That's back true. out here. Yeah, we, we, we like, did, we did, pro on. we did what protest you know during the day. Yeah, we were back on that bus before it got dark. We were back on that bus. <laughs> Y'all was back for dinner in no, we the cafeteria. We were back for the cafeteria. I think we got some food going and coming. I think we got to eat. I think really? we ate out there. Didn't we eat out there, Troy? I think we did. We, we went out there. Well, I'm saying, but well, we were part of a protest. We you know, that was a big event. No, I know. One black person, one black person working in the McDonald's. He was like, "Damn, I'm glad to see y'all." And we were like, "Yeah, but we ain't staying out here because yeah. we only got one pistol." Yeah. And uh, then then Oprah came there. What, like a week later or something? Because she, yeah. she she yeah. she, she broadcasted yeah. from show. there. Maybe so. She did her show. Maybe she did. she did her show down there in uh, Forsyth County. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was one of those things that people don't really talk about. You know, they always talk about M Montgomery, they always talk about the Selma, and they talk about the other little protest of the Washington Walk. But no one talks about that that march on Foresight. Right, it was a lot of yeah. people. We had a lot of we had some thousands of people there. Yeah. I don't think we had no fifty or thirty thousand, but no, we had a yeah, lot of a good black ten folks, or something. Right, a lot of black folks that went out there on buses, mm -hmm. not just I mean, from the campus, a lot of students, not, not just yeah, mostly students. There's a lot of students that yeah. went out there from all the three, four schools that we had. They were all out there representing back in the day, Black Lives Matter. You know right. what I mean? Well, you was at the right age, man, right. because if you look at right now. The people that's out in the streets right now really wilding, they're the youngsters. Right, but, but you know it's multiple mean? national analogies now. You know, it's multiple nationalities, which is, I think is awesome. Well, you know I mean? yeah, but I'm just, speaking, just I'm speaking <laughs> on our people that's out there Right, are young. They're not like motherfuckers our age out there. Oh, there is some out there. Not wilding, though. Yeah, but not wilding. Right. right. Exactly. But that's that West Coast. That's what I'm saying. That whole once the riots happen, things change about any kind of anything, any kind of events out here. We're going to take offense to it. Yeah, we're gonna take offense to it, and we're gonna take advantage of the opportunity to go show out, tear up, burn up. That wasn't going on back then, you know. I mean, we were actually, it wasn't about peace so much, but we did walk with a purpose, and we wasn't backing down. Because I remember me and Troy both were looking at them cats like, "What? What? Say something to us," you know. Right. But they were just looking, you know. They weren't burning flags, you know, but they had guns. Mm -hmm. That's why Troy was just like, "We're looking at each other like, what? What?" And I was like, "Put your hand down, you know. Put the arm down, you know." <laughs> You know, it wasn't. It was cool too. So it was okay to have a jacket. It was during that that time of year. It was it was cool. We didn't go during a hot time of the year. So yeah. wearing a big coat and being, you know, was was cool to walk in. Actually, you know what I mean. So that was just an event that we all experienced. You know, like I said, this is a whole culmination of this whole meeting of the minds. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. Morehouse, L.A. Yeah. With Troy there. Troy just to back me up because he was my my roommate my freshman year. He came out there with me. Like oh. I said. That's my ace. That's my ace. We know what I'm saying. He can always validate everything. Eric Hilton, me, you, and Eric Hilton, E. Hilton from D.C. Yeah, we met people from all over. We we weren't just stuck on L.A. people. That's why I'm telling you. Right. Once we got out there, it wasn't about being from just Cali. We wanted to meet. We met everybody, and we were cool with everybody. So by the time you guys got down there, there's like that's not like when you're Cali boys. It's like yeah, so they just bring you right in. No, I I can I all can Troy's attest to that. Too, the same thing. I can attest to that, and. It really opened my eyes um, about just our people from other regions and everywhere in the country, man. How we are all different, but all the same. Right. You know what I mean? Like, New York dudes are aggressive. Uh, you know, D.C. dudes, they want to fight, but they don't say nothing until right. the fight start. Yeah, they're they, 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 they watching. <laughs> yeah. They're watching. Yeah, they're watching. They, they don't watching. say nothing until the fight start. Um just everybody's different, man. Right. Ohio dudes is crazy. Yeah, you don't want to uh, mess with them. Oakland cast is hella cool. Yep. Um, but they watching too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, but they Cali they, they Definitely. Yeah. They, yeah, they, they with the they, Cali. They sharp to come in when yeah, it's time yeah, to yeah. come in. But like I said, it, we just were able to blend in. Like I said, and go out there and represent. And to this day, it's not the same Morehouse when I, when I go back down there now. When I went there, I went to Morehouse. 
it's a college now. It's some other stuff going on now. It's more of a university Man, now. Yeah, but it's I, official. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I went to Morehouse when they were making Morehouse. We got a call. Men. What? Oh, five minutes. Okay. Hey, look. Um, man, when I pulled up, bro, I was sick to my stomach, man. I, I got I I got out the uh airplane, got in a cab, pulled up to the campus, and the dude was like, All right, you here? I was like, No, nah, man, this probably ain't it, man. Right, right. When you first sight? <laughs> yeah, on oh, yeah, first yeah. sight. I was like, No, nah, man, go a little farther. He was like, Man, this it, man. You know, I've been here all my life. I was like, What? Man, it was like we're talking eighty six Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, red clay. Red clay was real. Red clay was real. Dang. Culture shock. Culture shock, man. But I love it. Really though. Dang, man. So, um, what else, Kev? Um, so when you came back, right? What did you do? Well, when I came back, you know. So first of all, you know, I did the three. I did the four year and a half program at Morehouse. So after my fourth year, I didn't four, have enough. Four and a half? Have, yeah, I didn't have enough credits. I did the four and a half, too. Yeah, I didn't have enough credits for finishing I finished in December, I baby. One, yep, I finished <laughs> in December. I had one class I had to go back to. So I went back for my. Me, too. I went back for one class, which was Swahili. Oh. I, took, I had to take an elective. I did all my other requirements, but then I was Swahili. one. I was five credits short. Like, I think you had to have, like, 128 to graduate or something like that. I think I had 123, something like that. Damn. So instead of going to summer school, which they wouldn't allow, they would say, you got to. You just gotta come back, cause I was that was May. I wasn't gonna go to summer. It was my graduation summer, so I still wanted to have a little parties, but we really didn't party until I graduated. So I had to wait till the next year and have my graduation party. So I kind of came home for a minute, stayed in Atlanta, kept my place in Atlanta, cause I knew I was coming back. Uh, ended up working with Foot Locker for a minute. Mm-hmm. So when I worked with Foot Locker, that turned me on to Atlanta. I started knowing about Atlanta now. Yeah, because you, know? you was in that mall, huh? What, what was mall in, was that? Well, I was in several malls. You know. Okay, but you was in like, I remember coming to your Foot Locker. It was a little far out, kind of, in a mall. Uh, it felt far out. Was it, yeah. was it in Decatur? <laughs> yeah, I was in Decatur. I was in South Decatur Mall. Probably. Yeah, there we go. There. There we but go. I was even further. I was even in Avondale Mall. But like I said, that kind of let me know about kind of how corporate stuff works. Mm-hmm. Even though I was working in Foot Locker, there was a program to make you a manager. It wasn't like I just had a yeah. Foot Locker job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you went to college and you work for Foot Locker? Yeah. Like, I can go get that without going to, you know, but I was working there to be a manager. Can you? Right. <laughs> you go there for being a manager, you learn the whole store, you know, the whole business, you know what I mean? So, which yeah. was, I was already in the shoes, mm-hmm. in Nikes and everything else, you know, so starter coats, all that was my, my lifestyle anyway. So, it was like a shoe-in for me. I got good at it real quick, you know Damn. what I mean? So, that was great in Atlanta, great, great time in Atlanta. You know what I mean? I was basically, like I said, I was living the dream. I only had to go to one class. Right. And I had a full-time job, you know what I mean? And, and, you know, apartments and living was good, you know what I mean? So apartments were cheap. That's how I was in my Instead of having the five year. people in an apartment, now you get you just one roommate and you mm-hmm. can just blow up. And I was living in Buckhead mm. way before I should have. Doing the you most. Know what I mean? Yeah, way before I should have. Doing the most. All right, man, we out of time, man, Kev. That hour went by super fast, bro. I knew it would. That's crazy. Man, that's crazy. Fast. Dang, man. We got a whole, we got Mike. You got to do a whole other segment just on Morehouse. I mean, we haven't even talked yeah. about everything about. Oh my God! We haven't talked about one party. We talked about the Freaknik. Yeah. And we mentioned the, and we mentioned the Cali <laughs> beer bash. About that. And we mentioned <laughs> the Cali beer bash. We didn't talk I much know, more than that. I know, man. I know. So we got to get to it. It's so much, man. We didn't talk about the education. We didn't talk about. I mean, it's so much. The Mukasa. Oh so well, yeah. Much. All right, man. Well, look. Let's do it again, man. We're gonna do it again, Kev. All right. I'll Let's figure out again. when, and let's just keep it going. Um, uh, what's it, what's your info, man? How can people follow you and stuff? I'm, I'm followable. You know, you can follow me. You can put my full name in, or you can go to uh, on Facebook. I'm there as Kevin L. Kimball, mm-hmm. full name, no L.A. Kev, so I don't have a page. I'm in it with my government name, so yeah. Kevin Kimball is K-I-M-B-E-L-L. Yeah. And then uh, you can go on, on Instagram. I got the Instagram hashtag, uh, um, not DJ L.A. Kev, but you can type in it's the Kevin Me, I T Z. Oh, uh huh. Underscore uh-huh. the Kev in me. Yeah, so once you put my name in there too, you can put Kev Kimball in there, it'll come up that way too. But hey, man, my listeners, man, they're kind of sharp, man. You don't, you don't have to say it all like that. Good, good. I want to make sure. <laughs> you can just say it one time. They probably already, we probably already follow each other. You know, yeah. like I said, I'm following you, so I'm following, but you got other listeners. All right, man. Thanks for joining us, Troy, man. Thanks for calling in, bro. Hey, man, fellas, I appreciate this. This was epic. I appreciate it, man. I've yeah. been getting people blowing my phone up, texting everything, man. And this brother, this brother we're talking to does not have Instagram. He does not have Facebook. No. 
Does not no. have any no. contact. Nah, here. he wishes not no, to be found. No. As you hear him, he's got no people from all over the country trying to reach out to him today. So yeah, it's good to have a phone. Hamilton said, "What's up?" Kay Hamilton said, "What's hey, up?" Hey, I'm gonna look at that. I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look at the, the follow up after that. So remember, Black Lives Matter. Shout out to Oak Bay. Definitely shout out to Oak and Bay. the poetess. Thank you, the poetess. Poetess, thank you. Legend our own writer. Yes. Yeah, we gotta we have to have the poets up here. We can one time. We gotta we gotta get her up here. Man, I've been saying that about three years. Oh, uh, everybody hit me up. Eddie <laughs> Cipriano, all of all the fellas, man. What man, <laughs> we gotta. I mean, we have to do a whole nother a whole nother show, man. Man, we gonna do it, Troy. We, we gonna do we it, man. We blessed to have Mike Boogie though. We blessed to have Mike Boogie. So, Mikey, Thanks, thank man. you, brother. Man, Mike, I love you, man. I appreciate man, you. Love you this, back, brother. Yes, all Boy, day. Man. Thank you. No doubt. All right, y'all. We out of here, party people. Next week, we on, baby. (laughs) 5,000. Hey, oh, man, I love that loveliness right there. From sea to shining sea, I'm the only MC to see.